Coming up, what not to do with wildlife and fireworks. Two separate things this summer, folks. Hey, this is Nick Burns. It's Songs of Summer on your community connection, krcl.org. So call in 385-800-1889. Dedicate a song to someone in your life. Maybe your favorite nonprofit or a cause you just plain support. Or, hey, a shout out to somebody in the community, some musical inspiration, and be sure, include your first name and your neighborhood. More details, check it out, krcl.org, your community connection. Thank you, Nick Burns. I'm Laura Jones, and this is the Radioactive Summer Break, short interviews from folks in the community, served up with more music discovery weeknights at 6 here on KRCL. While the radioactive team takes a summer break and KRCL's new studios are being built, the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources, DWR, wants to remind us all that wildlife is just that. Wild animals are not pets. They don't make good pets. That's Faith Jolly with DWR. Because, I mean, as it's included in the name wildlife, they're wild, right? And so... Um, they're not used to people and oftentimes even if they become habituated and are kind of used to people, um, they're still not tame and often they can end up acting out and, you know, becoming dangerous as they get older. So Faith, what's going on that's different than the last uh, year where folks have been trying to find some sort of relief by going outdoors? Is something picking up this time of year that's unique? Um, not necessarily. We, we see a couple cases every year, honestly. And so this is just kind of a reminder to people that if you are out and about hiking or whatever, camping, and you see baby animals, you know, just leave them alone. Don't bother them. Don't try and pick them up. Don't try and quote unquote rescue them. They're fine. Um, Their mothers are nearby in most situations. And one thing we're seeing too, is people will sometimes see them in their yard, baby birds, you know, baby deer that have just been born, baby raccoons, and they'll try and take them inside, keep them as pets, feed them, water them. And it honestly does just a lot more harm than good. And so we're just kind of reminding people, let wildlife stay wild and, and don't bother them if you do see them. What's the law on protecting wildlife and how are folks getting crosswise with this law? Yeah, so it is illegal to take into captivity any protected wildlife. And protected wildlife includes basically a lot of the the animals that you can fish and hunt in the state. So deer, bears, cougars, um, a lot of our different bird species, uh, rattlesnakes, you know, various reptiles. And so you can get um, cited if you do illegally possess wildlife, um, which can be a class B misdemeanor, in fact. Um, And then there's another kind of message that we're putting out. There are also a lot of wildlife that are not protected, um, but it is still illegal to possess them without the proper, you know, permits and things like that. These include raccoons, skunks, coyotes, gophers, jackrabbits. Um, and you'd be surprised. I mean, a lot of people would think, you know, a coyote, that doesn't sound like it'd be a very good pet. It's like a wild type of dog, right? Um, but we actually just had a case recently where a person was keeping a coyote as a pet. And lo and behold, it ended up biting somebody, you know, so it's it's just not a good idea. It's not safe for you. It's not safe for the animals to try and, and keep them as pets. Plus, there's health implications for you and these wild animals. There are, yeah. A lot of these wild animals do carry diseases. Um, you know, they just, that's just kind of the nature of it. They have viral diseases, they'll have parasites. And so it's just really not safe. Um, if you get scratched, if you get bit, um, and even just some of the, some of the parasites, like for instance, raccoons carry a 
a particular kind of roundworm and, you know, it can cause like a lot of damage to the human eye, your brain, you know, if you end up also getting that roundworm. So just really not a good idea to try and keep these animals in your house. And just to emphasize this, just to emphasize this a bit more, raccoons carry something that is lethal for unborn babies. It is. Yep. In fact, um, yeah, they they look kind of harmless, but yeah, some of their some of their things it can transmit to people through their feces, and exactly it can be it can be lethal for you know if anybody's pregnant, you know that's that's something that definitely they need to consider. As with the case you just mentioned with someone uh, trying to domesticate a coyote, they may be cute when they're little, but the bigger they get, there are problems. Totally. And, and, you know, with a lot of these animals, like you said, they're really, they're really cute when they're little, they do grow up and they become bigger, they become stronger, they can become more aggressive, especially at certain times of the year. And in fact, it's not just with some of our predators like coyotes. Um, people think, you know, deer and elk aren't dangerous because it's sort of like a cow and they don't eat meat. So it's fine. Um, but especially, you know, as, as baby deer, as they grow up and they get bigger, a lot of the males during the breeding season, they just become more aggressive, you know? And so that's something there, there's been documented cases of people trying to take in and raise these baby deer. And as they get older, they actually have killed and, and, you know, they've gored and killed a lot of people that have tried to, to take care of them. And so it's just not a good idea. They don't make good pets. So if you want a pet, you know, go down to your local animal shelter, pick yourself up a nice cat and a dog. Those are animals that are domesticated. They, they are, they make good pets. But Faith, I'm only human. I see an injured animal out in the wilds. How can I just let the law of the jungle prevail? What should I do? Yes, exactly. So if you do see an injured animal, um, if you see an animal that looks sickly, um, that's just not doing well, you know, give us a call. Call your local nearest, your nearest regional Division of Wildlife Resources office and we can send somebody out to kind of assess the situation. If it's in a city, you know, we can relocate it to somewhere that's better habitat and it's not going to be bothered by people or possibly hit by a car, you know, ending up in further injury. Um, but, the, but the worst thing you can do really is to try and take matters into your own hands and to try and take it home. Um, a lot of times, like I said, it, it just ends up injuring either you or the animal later. Um, so it's, it's just best to call officials. Is there a website where I can get more tips? Yeah. So all of this information is on our website, wildlife.utah.gov. Um, we have some other resources. We have all the contact information for each of our five regional offices. So like I said, if you do happen to come upon a, an animal that looks sick or injured or it's trapped in your backyard, you know, give us a call and we'll send out some officials to help take care of it. So you got that? Another tip of summer coming from a press conference yesterday outlining the fireworks and fire restrictions in Salt Lake City. There is a citywide ban, folks. Yesterday, Mayor Aaron Mendenhall announced a ban on the use of personal fireworks citywide. Our fire marshal and our fire department, who are really the best um, and most capable experts in the city to evaluate the fire conditions, have determined that essentially the city is combustible, that there are combustible conditions present throughout Salt Lake City, not just in our wildlife and uh, wildlife interfacing areas. So uh, even you can see here at, at City Hall in Washington Square, we have dry grass, uh, as I said, backyards, park strips. And the penalty, it's a class B misdemeanor with a fine of up to $1,000 if you're found to have ignited illegal fireworks. Uh, the enforcement is a challenge and it has been a challenge for not, it won't 
just be for this year, but it has been in the past as well. Because we have people that are going to ignite these fireworks in banned areas. So we collaborate with the police department. The firefighters themselves, you see some in the back of this room here, do not have enforcement capabilities. However, the fire department does have law enforcement officers in their investigative unit. So those individuals will be out on the holidays and they will try and address some of these calls that we see on the, on the uh, non-emergency hotline, 799-3000, and the police as well. And that's Fire Chief Carl Lieb. Ahead of that, Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. Let's be smart about this, folks. Let's keep everybody safe. Check tonight's show notes for links to more info about fire danger and restrictions on fireworks. I'm Laura Jones, and this is the Radioactive Summer Break. Here's the new one from Crowded House to the Island. Maybe a new song of summer? On KRCL 90.9.